If you're a fan of multiple income streams and you want to add another one, listen to today's Preschool All-Stars story. Terry Johnson has worked in early childhood her whole life, but like most teachers these days, she was feeling burned out. She already had a sensory bin business, but she was working in a daycare to supplement her income. The last straw was her job demanding that she come into work and bring her sick child with her. She was done feeling unappreciated and working for someone who expected her to put her job ahead of her children. She decided to branch out on her own and combine her existing business into her new preschool. Listen in to discover how you can incorporate your side gig into your preschool too. As mothers who need to add money to the family budget, we thought we only had two options. Get a job and put our kids in daycare or start a home daycare. But what if there was a third option, a better way that would allow you to create a consistent income and make a difference in children's lives while still staying home with your kids? I'm Joy Anderson, and this is the Preschool All-Stars Podcast, where I'm going to share exactly how myself and thousands of other moms have created successful preschools so you can do the same. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Preschool All-Stars Podcast. I'm Bethany Johnson, and my guest today is Terry Johnson. No relation. <laughs> how are you doing today, Terry? I'm doing so well. I'm so honored to be here and excited. <laughs> of course. Yeah, we're excited to to hear what you got going on. I see you got your, your preschool shirt on. I see yes. your background. So I'm guessing you have an online preschool? I do. Okay, we're going to hear all about it. But first, right. as we do, I like to get a little backstory. Tell me what was going on, what your background is, your education in, is it have to do with preschool? What was going on before you decided to start an online preschool? Right. So my journey starts all the way back when I was in college. Um, typically, the only jobs you can get full time is working with children. So mm. I had my, my own apartment and I was looking through the classifieds. This is how long ago it was. The <laughs> classifieds. For a job, and I saw an ad for a preschool. So I did start out with a preschool. I know a lot of people start out with daycare, but I actually started my career in a preschool. Cool. And I didn't intend on being a teacher. I just intended on studying psychology, but I always knew that I wanted to work with children. Mm-hmm. So I started um, working in the, in the toddler room at the, at the preschool. And then when that job ended, I was a director for the YMCA. Oh, cool. And I, I did a, a couple of years there and that was over. I thought I was going to continue on, get my master's in psychology and work with, work with children that way. So, so your bachelor's was, is in psychology? Yes, with okay. a concentration in child development. Cool. So I've always loved the little people, mm-hmm. but I wanted to, to, to help them in a different way. Um, I moved to Georgia soon after I graduated and I couldn't find a job immediately because, you know, with the bachelor's in psychology, it's really hard to find anything. You yeah. What kind of jobs do like when you're getting it in psych? I mean, I think psychology is fascinating. I love learning about it. But what when you're getting that degree, other than, I guess, becoming a psychologist, what other jobs are available? Right. I mean, you can you can do office work. You can, you know, clerk for others. Basically, okay. it's just, you know, working, working as a tech in, in certain fields. 
So it was really nothing that you could do because you don't have any, you know, licensure. So I came, so I came to Georgia and of course the only experience that I've ever had was working with children. So Mm -hmm. I, I didn't end up in a, in a preschool down here. I ended up working at a daycare and I left that and I started. Why'd um, you leave that? What were the reasons for that? Because that it was, it was just, um, just a job. I, I, get, I ended up getting it right when I moved here. So within two weeks, I had a job. Okay. So but you were just looking for something. It wasn't my career. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, it right. Was just, it was just something for me to, you know, get some income while, while I was, you know, looking for, you know, more temporary, more permanent employment. Sure. And uh, coincidentally, I had a neighbor that lived upstairs and she was actually moving up into a director position and she needed someone to cover her classroom. So she's actually the one that gave me my start. And I ended up being a, a toddler three teacher teaching, teaching preschool. And she was the director. Oh, nice. So it, it started from there. Yeah. So I, I never actually had any formal experience, but all of the experience that I've had was directly in the classroom working, yeah. working with children. Yeah. I mean, and, all of that is formal experience, right? That yes, is formal yes. experience. <laughs> yeah, totally. I feel like I've honestly learned more working inside of the classroom than I ever did going to those trains because oh yeah oh yeah to me you can't really learn it until you you're you're living in it absolutely oh my gosh I say that every day like nothing prepared me for being in the classroom like being in the classroom all the classes and schooling and licensure all that was yeah no you got to be in the classroom to know what it's like to be in the classroom (laughs) right so I left I left uh teaching for a little while Okay. So I, I went from teaching uh, the, the threes. I ended up teaching Georgia pre-K for a couple of years. That was really, really fun learning through play. Then I ended up teaching kindergarten for two years. And that was my favorite. Okay. But I got burnt out. Working working with children, especially if you're really, really, really passionate. Mm-hmm. You know, I was taking work home. I was, and this was before I had my children. So this was, so my students were my children. So I would literally... If I was at karaoke, I had my letters. I was cutting them out. If I was at home with, you know, with my family, we're watching TV. I'm, I'm grading papers. So yeah. it, was, it literally consumed my, my, my life. And I just got tired. My, my sister, she ended up opening a hair company and I, she posted me for a whole year. <laughs> she said, you know, I can pay you more. And and I said, well, no, it's not about the money. You know, I love what I do. I love being a teacher because if you're a teacher, it's definitely not, <laughs> it's not about the not money. for the money. Yeah. You, you love it. And I, and I did, but I got tired, you know, and dealing with, with public school parents is a little bit different than private school parents and going from teaching Georgia pre-K to teaching private kindergarten and the demands of, you know, of the, of the parents, it was, it was a little much. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to even sugarcoat it. It was, oh, it was no. Yeah. Sounds had, it. you know, I had classroom dojo. I would get dojo messages seven o'clock on a Saturday. Hey, how's my child doing this? And I said, wow, my goodness, you know, this is Saturday y'all. <laughs> yeah. So, so I took a break for, for about seven, seven years. And it was, it was a beautiful thing because during that time, not only did I meet married and had two children during that whole time actually nice. within five years I did all of that awesome so I um so just just so you can get a timeline I started in the classroom in 2008 okay <laughs> and then and then I took took seven years off so actual classroom experience I had I have a nearly a decade 
Okay. Nearly a decade in, in, in my experience. And I decided to go back into the classroom because the pandemic happened and I had a new baby. And then at the time my son was two and I had them home and I was still working with, um, with my family remotely, but I had my children that were at home and my two-year-old, he reignited my love for teaching he is so bright and he he just he's so curious about everything he wants to learn. And so that's how I ended up teaching again. I started my my Believe Academy blog in 2020 just as a as a hobby, you know, just so I can keep myself busy and connected with other moms. Because here I was a, a new mom at the time with, with two children. I just felt so disconnected from everyone else because I was always used to being around my family. And at that time, I couldn't see anyone. Right. I, I couldn't see my in-laws. I couldn't see my sister. All I was just, you know, FaceTiming. And I, I felt such relief by connecting with other moms that was doing the same thing that I was doing. And so while I had my blog, I was looking for ideas on Pinterest and YouTube like we all do. And I found sensory bins. And so with the sensory bins, my son had so much fun learning. And I realized that with him, I had to teach them differently than I taught my other students because with them, for some reason, they just listened a little bit better. <laughs> I realized that when you have your own children, it's a whole new ball game. Right, right. I, right. I hear that from I, so many teachers. Like I have yes. taught hundreds of kids and why can't I get my own kid to listen? And I'm yes, like, that, that is so true. I thought yeah. I was prepared. You mm-hmm. know, I, had, I had taught, you know, maybe a hundred kids at, at, at all, all of the careers and, you know, substituting, filling in, floating, all of that. I've, I've done it all. Yeah. So I thought I was ready. Oh no, not for my son. <laughs> oh man. Not ready. So I had to make him think that learning was his idea and mm. the were it. And he didn't like his hands to be dirty. So I wanted to, <laughs> so I had to, you know, I wanted him to still get experiences like other children. So I had to ease him into different things. So the sensory bins allowed him to get those experiences on his own terms and learn on his own terms. Oh, I and, love that. And, and even when I started my, my school, I decided that I was going to use the sensory bins as a way so that I can teach multiple levels of children. And those children don't know what the other ones are struggling with. So mm-hmm. you can have one sensory bin and then teach it in so many different ways so that everyone feels included. Ooh, okay. So is your niche like sensory experience? You know, it actually, it actually wasn't. <laughs> but I, I recently discovered that I want to bring, because I have, before I even started um, the online school, which I just started last week, but oh. before I started it, I had a sensory bin business. Okay. So I realized that, some of my sensory bin customers were interested in the preschool. So mm-hmm. that's why recently I decided that I'm going to now have a membership where you can get uh, the preschool classes along with the monthly sensory bin. Ooh, it's so a this, great idea. This just happened within the last week. <laughs> yeah, that's a fantastic idea. Who doesn't love sensory bins? I was part of one of the, when I first opened my preschool, I got um, like a subscription to a sensory bin and it was great. It was just not big enough because I needed a bigger thing, but I loved, gosh, I love sensory bins. They're like my favorite, my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, so that's and, awesome. And, 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 you can, and you can literally use everything, you know, in the house. Mm. So you don't have to spend a whole lot of money. Right. You know? yeah. And that's what I like about it. 
Mm-hmm. Because it's accessible to everyone. You don't have to yeah. go out and spend a whole lot of money. Because I, I see some fancy ones and they're nice, but yeah, all of the ideas are from are from my son. So he's yeah. the one that inspires me. You know, I have a rainbows one where it's just a whole bunch of colors, uh-huh. and then I have the hungry caterpillar. So all of them have to do with something that he he found interesting. The mm. gingerbread, the gingerbread is my favorite because I love the gingerbread man too. Yeah. So I have gingerbread. <laughs> so I, I have nice. so when he comes with an idea, I, I bring it to life for him. And oh, that's I love how that. I get it yeah, this I week, I mean, <laughs> we have we're doing Ocean Week, and I just put some blue water in the bin and put. I had a whole bunch of lids for the plastic applesauce pouches, and I put oh, those I in. Those. Yeah, and then I put in some little sea animals, and they just scooped the the plastic out of the ocean to help save the animals, and they loved it. Oh, I love that! I love that. <laughs> yeah, it was great, and it was like free. It was totally free because I had the stuff, and it was super easy. So yeah, you can totally make easy sensory bins that from stuff around yeah, I'm your house. Take that idea though. Totally. <laughs> yeah. You know it was so easy. Any, pl- I just like found random plastic things and threw it in. And I'm like, we have to clean up the ocean. And I gave them like spaghetti scooper things and they scooped oh, that in that. a little bucket and they just cleaned up the ocean. They loved it. Love sensory bins. Okay. So tell me about your preschool. Now you had a sensory business and how, ha- and that was going well. So now you're integrating that into your preschool. Yes. Yeah, so I had, I didn't realize that until I joined uh, the preschool all-star that I had seen joy literally everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, sometimes you don't really pay attention to it until you're actually, you know, interested. But I had been seeing these ads, you know, a preschool is different than a daycare. And I say, you know what? She's right. (laughs) You know, a lot of people don't really think about it, think it, you know, as one big category. But no, there's a total difference between working in a daycare than working in a, in a preschool. Yeah. And so I, after, um, after I started my um, sensory business, I still needed a primary income. So I, I went back to where my son was attending daycare. So I started teaching him in, um, well, not him directly, but his, uh, his friends in another classroom. His classroom was literally like right, right across from me. So I can see him and I can, you know, still teach my class at the same time. Nice. But what put a sour, uh, a, a sour stint on it is that one day my little, my youngest got sick. Mm. And you know, typically during COVID, if your children are showing signs of sickness, they're not allowed in. And I knew, you know, as a mom, you know, when your child is just not feeling well. Yeah. And I've and I was attending work on time, always there, never late. And even stayed after if they needed, you know, extra help with, you know, teachers being out and whatnot. And I I was required to come to school, well, work that day with my son being sick. Ooh. And they wanted I you to bring him? I had to bring him because mm-hmm. I had no one else to watch him. And I and I called and said, Hey, I'm taking him to the doctor. I I had a doctor's note and they still wanted me to come in. And even my and you know, my coworkers were like, you know, why are you here? Mm-hmm. You know, because he, he was I actually brought him into the classroom with me because as as the mom, I wanted to be able to watch him. But yeah, that felt horrible. Yeah, I felt like the worst mom ever. And I said, you know what? Never again will I put a job before my children. Mm-hmm. So that that happened like the first week of December. By the last week of December, I put in my notice and I said, I'm going to find something else. So mm-hmm. I had in my mind this joy lady <laughs> that I had been seeing on the Internet. And so I said, okay, I'm going to stay home with them. And I kept trying to find different teaching jobs, but ironically, I could not find 
a place for my children to go to attend school. Mm. And that never, ever happened to me. That never ever happened. I always was able to find, you know, a place for them to go. I'm still on a waiting list <laughs> currently. For, wow. For, I, yeah, I never took myself off of the waiting list. But as of now, I had been looking since December. Wow. Is, yeah. And, I, and, and I you're in Georgia? And I still couldn't find a place for them to go. So uh-huh. I said, okay, I need to do something that can generate income while I'm at home. And so that's why I started the school. Awesome. Because now I can teach not only on my own terms, but I can teach my children at home. Mm-hmm. Because when when I was teaching at the daycare, I was providing a, a high quality of education for children. But my my son was in a room where the teacher was inexperienced and didn't know how to teach him. And so I felt horrible because by the end of the day, he didn't want to learn. I wanted to teach him, but he didn't want to learn. Yeah. And I felt, you know, as a mom, that's horrible for you to not be able to have that energy and, mm-hmm. you know, teach your child. So this was a win-win. Yeah, <laughs> so this I'm sounds so like the perfect solution. Yeah. yeah. So you went through the seven-day challenge, 30-day challenge? Where are you right now? You just finished? So, no, I finished the – so I had got the idea that this is what I was going to do in March. Okay. So I had – I think the the seven day challenge started in April this last time. Yep. So I had I was waiting. I was like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. So I always I had all of these notes of what I was gonna do. But the first thing I did get the book. So I had the book. I got the book in March. Okay. So I got the book in March. Had all of my little notes, and I was ready to get started um, for the seven day challenge. And when the seven day challenge, I, I I couldn't believe how fast I breezed through it. And it was because I had so much support mm. and. I got a taste of the the all-stars and the free group you know they were pouring all their love into us and, and and it wasn't until we had to actually have five comments on each one of our friends posts that it made me commit because I always thought well I don't need anybody I can you know do everything alone but no I realized that I do need that support and it felt good to not only get the support but to give the support too. So it, it's, it's a wonderful group. And I, I absolutely love it because I if it wasn't for the group, I wouldn't have had that same accountability to keep on going. So mm-hmm. I finished the seven day challenge. I finished the 30 day challenge and I started my my school on my mother's birthday. My mother now has has passed on, but I started her birthday was uh, June the 7th. So I started last Tuesday. Wow. And tell me about it. What's what is it called? So it's called Believe Academy. And okay. originally I was going to only teach ages three to five, but I had a demand for two-year-olds. So now I have a mommy and me class that meets at 1030. So I have two classes. So I have a, a toddler class that's just, it's a watered down version of the, of the preschool class. And then I have my preschool class. And I have now, I went from one student to now I have five. <laughs> Yay. I'm awesome. So In a week. You went from one to five in a week? Um, in, in a month. In a month. Okay, awesome. Okay, so tell me your schedule. So I only teach live one day a week. That's Thursdays. Okay. So on Thursdays, I have my, my 1030 uh, toddler group. I have three students there. And then I have two students that are in my actual preschool right now. We're, we're going through summer camp. Okay. And I have uh, Zumba classes on Fridays that are going to start next week because I'm just finishing up my Zumba certification. So nice. <laughs> yeah, I know. Love me some Zumba. Did you do the kids Zumba one? 
what's it called no I, they actually i don't have the training in my area to do the the actual kids i can do a okay. uh, zumbini but oh zumbini yeah yeah i don't really want to do that because my my focus is really on uh the older kids and i think they they want more of the kids bop type music the zumbini mm. is kind of you know what is is the zumbini for babies it's from zero to four, but I don't oh, think okay. that the children that I have would be interested in it. I, I could mm-hmm. be wrong. I just think that they were more like the 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 Zumba. Yeah. You know, the, the so you're gonna Zumba. add that as a live class? Yes. As soon as I can get certified for that, right now I'm just making up my own choreo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you <laughs> have to? I've always wondered this. When you like, can you not call it? You can't call it Zumba until you're certified, right? Right. So like, but you can do, you know, you can make up your own choreography and do the same thing. Right, you just exactly. can't call just it Zumba. As long as you don't, you know, call it Zumba, yeah. Okay, okay. So you have once a week live. Do you do any pre-recorded? Yes. So I have, um, so right now, I I was going to do two-day, three-day, and five-day, but all of the students that I have are interested in five-day. So oh. I have all five-day students. So I have five uh, pre-recorded, which includes the the Zumba well, the dance, <laughs> the dance and um, the Spanish class. So I started the Spanish classes over the summer as well. Okay. From the hub. Right. Okay, cool. Okay. And how much are you charging for that? So my mommy and me um, class is $40, but their program is a little bit different. So the mommy and me, they get uh, five, 10 to 15 minute videos okay. so that it can grab their child's attention, but it, you know, they can break it down at their own pace. Yep. It's the same lesson, it's just shorter. Okay. And then for the older kids, their lessons are 30 to 40 minutes long. Awesome. And how is that going? Are you able to easily fit all those recordings in? Because that's a lot of recordings for I a am. week. Um, yeah. Actually, I have a, a YouTube channel, so I'm used to recording. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> so I, I do like little clips during the day. Um, I recently, for Memorial Day, went to the beach. So I'm going to use that. Um, nice as as like the the bs for beach coming up too so oh, i try sweet. to take little clips when i can especially yeah. when the boys are napping so i try to you know get everything in when i can but the the more the more clips i have i could just take pieces of it and then piece it together when they're taking a nap so oh that's a really good idea i hadn't even thought of that i guess when i because i'm should be starting to record my classes next month and then i start in august and i hadn't even thought about just like taking clips from if you go somewhere take a clip and put that in then you just edit it into your normal class yes Mm. so i got the idea i can't remember one of our all-stars is like a a a someone that likes to travel gallery yes so i got the idea from her so i said oh wow this is great because we, we offer the virtual uh, uh, field trips in the hub. And yeah. I said, hey, I can have this as a virtual field trip too, right? right totally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so, like, that's yeah, a good I idea. I take the ideas of yeah. my all-stars because our group is awesome. Yeah. There's so much gold given. So I just, I take what I learn and, 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 and infuse it into my class. I love that. I'm totally going to do that. Every time I'm like out and about, if I see something, I'm going to try and video and then put it into my classes that's a yeah good like I, I took the boys to the park on sunday and i hadn't been there in some months and i went there and they had these different um i don't even know what you call it but it was like uh they had it was like a podium it had inspirational messages on it like if i if i grew up i can do this and so i took videos of those so i'm gonna make that into into a clip too 
because they have, I don't know, like maybe 10 of them and they were just spaced out. And even my young, my youngest said, mommy, there go one, there go one. Now it was kind of like a game. Mm -hmm. How How many of these did we find? And we read you know and one of them had to do with believing yourself I said oh my my class is believe academy so every everything so working together yeah yeah that's awesome okay so how are you marketing and how are you tying in your sensory bin business with your preschool business now so right now I'm I'm doing a Facebook just a with my friends and they're okay. the actually the ones that's giving the messages out. Nice. <laughs> they're nice. so excited for me to to get started. So I haven't actually paid for anything as of yet, but mm-hmm. I'm probably going to uh starting next month for the fall. Okay. I didn't want to overwhelm myself too much now. Yeah. Because I realized yeah. even with my five students, it's a lot for me. Yeah, well, because <laughs> you're still, still recording a lot. From, yeah, because I have orders from my other business also. <laughs> so right, right in between in between teaching, I still have to pack orders for, for my other business. Mm-hmm. And I'm not complaining. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's just a lot when you're, because the hub, I'm still, it's like, I have it in here, but it's still like little things that aren't automatic with me learning. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm still like adding stuff in there taking stuff out and changing it while, oh, while yeah. everything is going live. I hear that. I hear that. I have, I'm just realizing that I think some things I set up aren't like, aren't right. So I have to go, I feel like I have to go through the whole training again to actually get myself like oriented before I start, because there's so many things with the hub and I went yeah. through the training and set it all up and I'm like, sweet. Okay. But then I'm like, wait, I forget how to actually change this when I need to change it. And, and that, I just and need I mean, to like train myself. Cause you go through the steps, but like, do I really know how to do this? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm so glad I'm not alone. <laughs> Yeah, no. Oh, no. I'm feeling that, too. I'm like, okay, she she gives such great videos that you set it up. And then I realized like, oh, wait, I don't still don't actually know how to do it. I was just able to do it without (laughs) because she gave the videos were so easy to do. So now I really I have to go back and train myself, like actually practice it and practice it, go through the videos, practice it a few times and then maybe take some notes. And yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because Joy said, listen to me and you'll do fine. And that's that's what I've done. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like I really listen. I really listen. And I think I'm not thinking while I'm doing it. Uh-huh. I'm, just, I'm really listening. And yeah, her, just on right, autopilot. Has taken, me, has taken me far because my mindset has shifted. Mm. You know, so my business, even even though I'm not advertising for my sensory bins like I should because I'm focused on my school, it has taken off. Mm. I'm, I'm my 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 talents haven't changed, but my mindset has. Like right. I have a winner. And a successful mindset. Yeah. I, I go to those motivational Mondays and I'm, you know, talking to my sisters in, inside of the group and it's really keeping me motivated. It really mm-hmm. works. That's it awesome. Really and did you move your sensory business to the hub too? So I have it right now as a as a link. Okay. I did it, so I still have because I, I just started um the contract for my my website so I didn't want to waste any of the money so I I still have my other website okay and I just have it as a as a navigational link to to go back there perfect perfect and how um do you like when kids sign up for your preschool does it automatically sign them up for the sense getting the sensory do you send them once a month no so I have to finish it this weekend (laughs) so I, I haven't even advertised it yet Okay. So, so you just opened a week ago. Go. I'm I'm getting ahead of you. I'm sorry. <laughs> so it's, it's going to be live. Um, hopefully tomorrow. Okay. 
And I put some flyers into my sensory bins that I sent out this week. Nice. <laughs> so yes. Perfect. So I put no, but it, it's to also keep me honest so I can make sure that I do it. Yeah. One thing I learned from from this whole process is not to procrastinate. Make sure that you do things in real time because mm. I, before I, I I found joy in the group, I really was taking my sweet time, and I, it could have been years, honestly, before I started. My school. <laughs> And I mean, and I'm working hard, but getting nowhere. Right. And so I set these deadlines for myself so that I can make sure that I get things done on time. So those flyers have a date on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had to. So that was another thing that she told us to do. She told us to put a date on things. So I put a date on it. So yeah, so I I, I shipped out gotcha. my last batch on, on uh, Friday. So they should be getting a Monday. So I need to make sure that I have everything together so that, you know, when they click on it, it's a link that works. Totally, <laughs> totally. I love that idea. That's a really great idea. We're I took the month of July off for my at my local preschool and I'm going to use it one to spend time with the baby and just to relax. And then, but also because I have to, I want to pre-record all these videos from my online class school that opens in August. I want to like get ahead of it, you know, so I'm not right. every weekend, you know, and I just like, I'm the kind of person who's like, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then the night before I'm like, oh, I have 10,000 things to do because I procrastinated. So yes. that my husband was like, you need to write out, set a schedule for all of July and write down, you know, little bits at a time. You're going to record two classes on this day. You're going to record one class right. and make a schedule for yourself. So then every day you look at the schedule and you're like, oh, this is what I have to get done today. And then I'm not in my head about, I have so much stuff to get done this month. What am I going to do? Where do I start? What do I do? Because that's what I do. I stress, I stress and stress and I don't get it done. I just stress about it all. <laughs> yeah. So that's like my first thing to do is to make the schedule. So I do it, but I'm procrastinating on making the schedule. So that's just how I roll. But and, and this may help you too, because some, uh, some of the things is just the words that we use mm. when I hear to-do list and schedule and I have to get it done. It stresses me out. Stressful. So yeah. I use the words, uh, intention. So these are my intentions for the day and it puts a little less stress on it. And then yeah. I have each day, um, where I have like a, um, a paper and I divide the days and I have, okay, maybe three or four things that I'm going to do today. Three mm-hmm. or four things I'm going to do tomorrow. And then I do it in pencil or um, I may use my dry erase board and I erase it. So I don't see it anymore. Mm. And, it makes, and it feels so good that I got it done and it's out of, out of my way. Yeah. So that may also help. That's a good idea. I have two little boys at home. I have my, my three-year-old who'll be four in July and I have my two-year-old. And my two-year-old is all over the place. <laughs> So, <laughs> I have, so I have yeah. to be able to get my work done and also be present for them because this totally. is why I do this. Exactly. So yeah. Yeah. So I have my intentions so I can, and because they're reasonable, you know, I, three or four things, I can do that. I can do yeah. three or four things a day and not feel bad because also when you start to feel bad, it makes you not want to want to even pick up the, the, the list again. It's true. So. It's true. And I struggle so much with like wanting to spend quality time with my baby. My baby's 14 months and I'm oh. just, you know, on the weekends, I'm like, I want to spend that time with him because during the week I'm in the preschool so much and he's right. just, you know, he's just following along with me, but I don't get that like one-on-one time during the day because I got a lot right. of stuff to do. And so I'm trying to be like, especially in July, I'm like, this is my month. I didn't really have maternity leave last year because we, as soon as the baby was born, we went right into summer and then right into fall and we just haven't stopped. So this is my time to like spend, you know, get that sweet baby time alone with him. But also I have so much stuff that I feel like I need to do. So I want to, I need to send intentions for the day. I like that. Yes. 
I, all I thought about was getting it done, getting it done. And I, the more I thought about getting it done, the less I got done. So I mm-hmm, said, you know, yeah, I, I have to, something has to change. So that's why I set the intention. This is my intention for the day. And I go to sleep thinking positive things. So I go to sleep in a positive mood and I wake up in a positive mood and I try to get a few minutes to myself, which is gold. <laughs> Anytime you, you know, you can get that peace and quiet is gold. And I set my intentions in my head for what I'm going to do. Mm. So I meditate in the morning and I think about what I'm going to do, how I see my day so that I can mentally be prepared to do it. Mm, that's a great idea. I've been trying to, I'm just reading this book called Raising Good Humans. And it oh, talked like it. the whole first half of the book, it talks about like being mind, like mindfulness and mindful parenting and getting your head in the right space. So you and can then be in the right is, space. That's, that's what my niche is. I know we, we went around it, but my niche is actually to teach children how to be mindful, mm-hmm. how to be more present in their, in their lives. And the sensory bins tie into that because when you're doing the sensory items, all of your senses are present. So I want to teach them to, to be gracious and to be thankful for the use of their senses, be gracious for the a- activities that they're giving. You know, my son, he, he sees something, he always gets it. And I want him to know that, Hey, someone actually had to go out and buy that, you know, right, and, right. everything isn't free. You know, we work hard for these things. And so mm-hmm. I think that as parents, we just want to give our children the tools. And I want to also give the tools to other, other children as well you know, that they don't have to struggle, you know, they can envision the life that they want. Because yeah. I know as, as a, as a youngster and going into teenager and even in my, in my twenties, I struggle with, you know, with getting from A to B and I get it now in my thirties, but I don't want my children to have to get into their thirties. So to be successful and to finally get it and for everything to click. Yes. So I feel the that, same way, the same exact way. I'm like, I don't want that to be a struggle for you. Cause I did struggle. I struggled until, right. you know, until my thirties until, and I'm now I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm more self-awareness to about my own, you know, Definitely. inadequacies and strengths and whatever, but I want to, I want to be more mindful because I, I want him to be mindful and all these things I want for him that I didn't, I didn't have. And I don't want him to wait till he's 30 to do it. So I have, first I have to learn how to do it so I can then teach him that I've never been able to like meditate. I'm always, my mind just goes a million miles a minute and can't focus on anything. So I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta slow myself down. I gotta do some research and I really gotta be intentional about this because I want that for him and I'm his teacher. I'm the person who is modeling all of these things. So we're here. Yeah, and absolutely. I'm still in that research phase. You know, I didn't realize that I was meditating for the last couple of years. Mm. I would literally, my my children would would fall asleep to the to the music. I found some uh, soft piano music on YouTube, and it literally would put me to sleep. But I yeah. would just close my eyes, and sometimes being in the house, it would just be so draining. You know, during a pandemic, this is before everything opened back up again. I needed to disappear for for a few minutes to just be somewhere else. So I would meditate, but I didn't realize that that's exactly what I was doing, but I yeah. started meditating by accident. <laughs> awesome. That's a good way to yeah. do it by accident. Nice. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So you are marketing it. Is it, um, your preschool with a niche as like mindfulness and sensory? Is that what, what yes. it's going to be? Cool. Yes. I love so that. The tools that I have, I want to empower and motivate parents so that they can feel because some parents just don't feel that they're able to be good teachers to their children. Mm-hmm. And that's that's not true. You know, you don't have to go to school. You don't have to get a d- degree to be a good teacher for your for your children. Right. So I, I want to work with homeschool parents 
and some of my parents are actually homeschool parents. So oh. I work with them and just supplement their education. So, you, you know, either if you want to teach your child at home, I can help you that way. Or if you want me to teach them, I can I can teach them and give you just a few minutes of break so that, you know, you can do other things and, you know, get things done if you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Homeschool, the homeschool market is, I feel like, a really great opportunity for the online preschool you know, for people who want to do online preschool, because especially for people who have a a few different kids, like older kids, and they might just need to set their preschooler in front of some educational, you know, programming while they can work with the older kids or a lot of, they don't know what to do with the preschoolers and just giving them that foundation is, I think that's a really great market for us if we're looking to do online preschool. Right. So I, so right now I am just uh, marketing on social media I am making flyers um, and I'm going to put them in the library and also send them to my email list that I have on my blog. So that's currently how I'm, I'm trying to see how much I can get done for free before I actually start paying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Cool. Wow. I love all this. So what would you say is your five-year plan for this business? Where would you like to see it go? So I would love to see Believe Academy as a physical school. Mm. So I would love to be able to have teachers that teach. I would also probably, you know, be teaching sometime, mm-hmm. but I would love to travel and and go maybe teach students at their school and maybe just, you know, travel. I want to, I want to also teach about God because I'm, I'm very spiritual. So teach children about God and mindfulness that, that isn't my specific goal right now because I'm still in the research phase, but going forward, I do want to uh, teach and I want to reach as many students as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Wow. And what do you think the being part of the all-stars, how has that helped you uh, on this journey of yours? I mean, I know you just, you were talking about the support <laughs> and uh, yes, it's, it's, it's been amazing. And Honestly, I never thought that a group of women could be so transparent and be so helping. Um, I've had, you know, a few of my favorites, um, you know, but I love everybody, but I have a few of those. Um, I have one uh, all-star that sends me prayers every morning. I wow. have an all-star that, you know, that when my, because I had issues with my fundraiser. So, the, you know, the fundraiser is one of the ways in uh, Joy's book of how to fundraise for your preschool. And Facebook had removed it twice. <laughs> Not once, but twice. I saw that some ladies were having trouble with it. I haven't even started yeah. mine yet. Yeah. So you were they were you were able to get some help with that? So so far I, I do have a connection um with someone that works at Facebook. So they're they're helping me along with it. Nice. Because so far the the donors still haven't received their money back and this uh. has been over a month. Uh. Yeah, I actually raised so the fundraiser does work. I raised um, uh, almost uh, $700. Nice. With, yeah. So it, with both times, it was a, it was a, a, almost about $700 with, nice. with the fundraiser. And one of the all-stars saw that it, um, it was removed. And so she, she uh, sent me something off my Amazon wish list. Oh. So that was really, really nice. And yeah. I also have all-stars that, they shout me out and say, oh, I, I see you, you know, working hard and I love you and thank you so much. So I feel like I'm a superstar and now I'm, <laughs> on, the, now I'm on the podcast and I'm like, oh my goodness, I can't believe people think that I actually have a story to tell. 
you know, what you've been so telling public. your story for the past 40 minutes. And it's been amazing. This is the, these are the stories we want to tell people who are starting new and amazing things. And it's awesome to hear. Like, I love, I love doing this podcast because talking to all the all-stars and hearing their stories and hearing what they're, you know, how, how the community is helping them. And then the yeah, amazing yeah. things that they're building for kids and parents is just, it's like, it's so cool. It's so cool to hear. It, it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for, for telling your story. I mean, it, it's great and we love hearing it and you do have a story to tell and you do have stuff to share and you are awesome you're awesome thank you so much <laughs> thank you terry i look forward to continuing following along your journey and well, maybe we'll check thank back next so year much. for a follow-up and see where you're at i can't wait <laughs> awesome you have a great night thank you, you Bye-bye. If you'd like to have a success story just like that one, I invite you to join our preschool all-stars. It's my exclusive membership community where you'll get mentorship from me with weekly Q&A lives, support and guidance and friendship from hundreds of women on the exact same journey as you starting running and growing their preschools and my exclusive access to Preschool University, every training and done-for-you file that you'll need for every milestone on your journey to help you start, run, and grow your preschool. We've all been there, and we've got the exact same steps that you need to go through, but we do it all very quickly so that you don't have to waste time or money doing the wrong things at the wrong time. We'd love for you to join our Preschool All-Stars membership. Just go to preschoolallstars.com or click the link in the description to a immediately jump into Preschool All-Stars. Again, go to preschoolallstars.com and we'll see you there.